What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to Cocoa Butter Hills, the podcast. This is a safe space, a creative space, and a space where we heal our scars with intentional conversation. I'm your host, Kamaria, and let's go ahead and get into the conversation. What's up, family? Welcome back to Cocoa Butter Hills, the podcast. As always, I'm excited to, you know, jump into this conversation with you. Today's topic is going to be wait well. Now, we all have desires in our lives, right? We have goals for our relationships, our businesses, our finances, our bodies, all types of goals and desires. But the thing is, you cannot allow your personal desires to outweigh your desire to spend time with God. So sometimes it's best to find time to rest. Sometimes it's time to push the gas to the floor and go. But in between those times, there's going to be a time where You know, you just have to wait and believe that God will show you exactly what to do while you wait. So being able to wait well has a lot to do with patience, right? You know, your ability to be patient. And the good thing about patience is it's actually a fruit of the spirit. So God has already equipped you and you're, you know, you have what you need on the inside of you to be able to wait well. So I'm getting ready to share with you a few things you can do to help you while you wait for promise. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into it. You already know I got to start with a conversation. So let's get into that conversation now. So the thing about that patience though, is not like just you, the ability to be patient. It's the ability to work through a season of having to wait. Like, how do you wait? What are you doing? What are your actions while you're in that season of waiting? So I want to tell you about, you know, my experience with it or whatever. And um, hopefully it helps you. Hopefully you get something out of it. So over the past two years or so, God has told me many things. Like things about my business, my life, my relationships. He even had people like confirm and prophesy the same things that I was getting from him over and over again. Okay. Prophetic words, some of them the same, basically the same word, just from different people. And it was already something that God had showed to me, you know, in a dream or just revealed to me or placed the desire in my heart. So what God said. The messages that he told me and showed me and then the other people who confirmed it, it seemed so contrary to the situation that I was currently in. And so one, it became hard to believe like that it was going to come to pass. And it also became hard to wait because it's like God gave me a glimpse. He gave me a taste of where I'm going. But while I'm looking at that, I couldn't deny the situation that I was currently in, which was not a very good one. Okay, very very opposite of what was told to me by the Lord concerning my life. So, you know, I began to kind of wait in expectation and I began to really press into the Lord. Okay. I began to press into God even more because I wanted him to prepare me for my blessing and I wanted him to help me, you know, change whatever I needed to do. I'm like, God, whatever I need to do, Help me prepare me for my blessing. Help me be a good steward over them. And once I asked for that, (laughs) that led to God telling me to change everything about me. Okay. The way that I eat, the way that I talk, the way that I take care of my body, the things that I watch, the things that I intake on a daily basis, the way that I see people that hurt me, 
the way that I see relationships, the way that I talk, the way that I dress, just so many things. <laughs> so many things that I had to change all at once. And it really made me feel uncomfortable at first. But then, you know, one day I just realized like, girl, God is preparing you. Like what you pray for, he's preparing you. He's developing you while you wait for the promises that he told you. Like he's literally developing you. He's shaping you. He's molding you so that you will be able to receive what it is that he's going to release. And so he began teaching me discipline. He was, is, he's still maturing me in the realm of the spirit, building my character and just preparing me to be able to keep what he's about to give me and to be able to bless others as well. And once I came to that revelation, I began to trust God even more. And I learned out how to wait well. So I'm ready to go ahead and give you three things you can do while you wait well. And I'm ready. So if you're ready, I'm getting ready to give you these three ways to wait well, okay? I might even tell you what each thing looks like for me now, but I don't know yet. We're going to see. We're going to see once we get to talking about it. So the first thing that you want to do is prioritize time with God. Now, there's 24 hours in a day, right? And if you work a job, you probably dedicate a good eight to 12 hours to your job alone. And that's not including the time it takes for you to prepare for your workday, travel to and from work if you're not remote, and then settle down and wind down from your day. So if you can have that strong of a commitment to your job, you're disciplined enough to know how to prioritize. So let's make sure you add time for God in that thing, okay? You add time that you set aside to connect with God all throughout your day. Because let's be honest, like staying connected to God is what will give you strength to get through whatever, especially through a waiting season. So if you stay connected to him and you trust him through it, he'll guide you through it. So the next thing that I would recommend you do is to put a solid routine together and I'm going to tell you how I do it. So basically like money, um, when it comes to my time, I, I budget my time. Like we just said, there's 24 hours in a day. So that means you need to figure out what you have time for and what you do not have time for, as well as what you need to make time for. So for me, I have non-negotiables when it comes to my day. I have to pray and worship to start my day like I have to do it. So that means I have to wake up in enough time to be able to do that before anything else that I got planned. And if I'm not fasting, I need to have a good breakfast because if I don't have a good breakfast, then, you know, I'm probably not going to be ready for my workout. And it's I just got to have a good breakfast. OK, I have to study my Bible every day. I have to do it every day. I have to work out at least three times a week. I have to spend time creating. I have to share and check in with my family and I got to go to work. So just that right there, that's my list. And I'm able to clearly know what I need to make time for and what I can do less of because if it's not one of these things, I know that I don't necessarily have to do it. So after, you know, I make sure I'm, Thinking about my non-negotiables, I try to like plan a week of week ahead of time, you know, in my planner. And that's only for personal things. So when it comes to business, content creation, I try to plan a couple of weeks in advance. But the way things have been going for me now, um, 
I've been able to create on the spot. And that's just basically because I'll be thinking about different stuff at different times. I'll be downloading stuff to me at different times. And what I had prepared a couple of weeks ago, I may not even want to talk about that anymore. So um, I plan time to create, you know, just ask God to give me direction for what I need to be talking about in that time frame. But for the most part, you know, I plan out my personal things and I add the creation and the business stuff into it. Okay. Cause I really like to be led by the Holy Ghost when it comes to that. But, um, I have a to-do list. I have time blocked off for my non-negotiables. And after doing all that with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course, I I began to come to the realization of something else. And guess what it was? The realization that I came to is if I'm expecting God to bless me with greater, bigger, better, I got to know how to better manage my time and be able to take care of my basic needs first. So honestly, I want to encourage you that if you're in a waiting season right now, a good way to wait well is to master the simple yet major things because it's going to impact your capacity to steward the bigger, better, and greater. If you don't have a simple routine together just for yourself, something that's going to keep you grounded, something that's going to keep you organized, something that's going to you know help keep your mind together, keep your body together, keep you focused, and, and make sure you, you're making good use of your time, if you don't have that, you're not going to, you won't have capacity for bigger, better, greater. You just won't. Okay. So the last thing I want to encourage you to do is to stay in a place of gratitude and thanksgiving. So I really feel like right now the people on social media and, and everybody is just saying that you should be preparing for the future, which I believe that's so, you know, even God gives prophetic insight and foresight of what's to come for warning and for us to be prepared and start preparing, right? But you can't get so caught up in the future that you miss the moments that you're currently in. And so I want to recommend to you, if you're trying to wait well, don't forget about the current moment that you're in. Like, be thankful for the moment that you're in. Be thankful for what God is showing you, what he's teaching you through that timing. Be thankful for what he's already done and be thankful for what he's about to do. The thing is your thank you to God is literally, it's security, okay? It secures your mind and heart from wandering and worrying about things that, you know, need to be in place for you to do next. And by faith, if you thank God for what's to come, your faith and thanksgiving, it it secures what's next. It secures the blessing. It shows God that you're like, thank you so much, God, for what you're doing right now. And thank you so much, God, for all that's to come. Okay. So that's three simple yet major things you can do to wait well. Okay. Again, it's not just about, oh, I'm going to wait for God to do this thing for me. It's like, no, while I'm waiting for God to make this thing come to pass, God, prepare me for it. Shape me, mold me into the person that I'm supposed to be when you drop this in my lap, when you place this in my hands. Help me prepare for it and not only prepare me for it when I receive it, God, but prepare me, transform me to the person that I need to be in order to steward over it well. Help me not mishandle what you're about to give me. 
it's it's perfectly fine to have your desires. It's perfectly fine to know what you want to do. It's perfectly fine to think about the future and think about what's ahead. But you don't want to miss over what God wants you to receive before you actually get that thing. Okay, so being in a waiting season is not bad. And like I said, God has already equipped you with the ability to wait well with the ability to, um, you know, be long suffering, okay, to deal with things, even though it may be bad so that you can get to what actually is good. Okay. He's equipped you to not get weary and well-doing. He's equipped you to be able to wait because in due time, <laughs> he'll give you exactly what he promised you, right? You'll receive the reward. You'll receive the blessing, but you got to wait well, meaning you have to be prepared. You have to have some actions put in place for you to actually show that, you know, you're worthy of it to be released. You don't want God to give a blessing to you and you mishandle it because you wasn't listening to him clearly while he was having you wait. Okay. So that is pretty much it with this episode, y'all. The waiting season is very important. Don't you try to skip over it, okay? Development will happen in that time. Your character will be just transformed and you're just going to be able to, to do what you need to do once he dropped that thing on you, okay? So that's it for this episode. You already know that I had to bless the mic before I get on here. So I'm going to make sure I bless the mic right now. Okay. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you right now for being a great, amazing God. I thank you, Father, that you equipped us to be able to deal with the seasons that you have, that you placed us in. Father God, I thank you that not only do you equip us, but you're there with us throughout the the way. Father God, I pray right now that you would just lead and guide every person that's listening. I pray right now that you would teach them how to wait well, Father God. I pray right now that as they wait for you, you'll begin to shift some things in their spirits, God. You'll be able to shift the way that they think, Father, and you'll be able to change the parts of their characters that you need to be just grown up, that you need to be matured, that you need to be solid in you. I pray that you do that thing, Father God. And I pray that as you do that, you'll also prepare them for what's to come and so that they'll be able to handle it, Father. I pray right now that they'll be good stewards over their business, over their creativity, over their relationships, Father God, over anything that you bless them with, Father. I thank you that they'll be obedient. I thank you that their eyes will be open to the times that's before them. And I thank you, God, that they will not forsake their time of waiting so i thank you for being a great god i thank you for the blessings that's to come for the people that's listening and i just thank you for being a great god to me lord i give you glory father i give you honor and i love you jesus in the mighty name of jesus christ amen so all right y'all that is it that is the end of the episode really quick i just want to tell you that if you did not know I have an ebook available. It's on the podcast website. It's called 21 Days of Healing Challenge. And guess what? I created it to help you jumpstart yourself, jumpstart and hold yourself accountable to be consistent in your healing journey. So there's a bit of my story in there. There's some journal prompts, some prayers, some Bible scriptures to follow. It's some, there's some good stuff in there, okay? And so I'm going to add the link to purchase it below. So I want to also remind you this. 
Cocoa Butter Heels, but <laughs> not like the Lord. And I have t-shirts that say that as well on the website. And make sure you go and purchase them. Cocoa Butter Heels will one day be able to help creatives and business owners by supporting and funding their businesses. So you purchasing the t-shirts, you purchasing the ebook, it just helps me get closer to that and being able to, you know, live that out. So go ahead and do that. And I just want to thank you for listening as well. I don't take it for granted that you you take time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I know that God has big things in store for the podcast, people that will be guests on the podcast. I'm just excited, y'all. Like this is this is a waiting season for Cocoa Butter Hills. But guess what? We're going to wait well. So I'm grateful for what's to come. If you have been enjoying the episodes, do me a favor and leave five stars. Okay. Leave five stars on whatever platform that you're listening on and type in a review. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you like from the podcast. Doing that will help you push it out to other people. And so it could just spread the word. Okay. Cause I want the creatives, the business owners, the people in Christ that's working on healing to heal okay that's that's what I want that's what God wants so make sure you do this so we can just spread on out and the last thing Coco Butter Hills has had a thousand downloads my God is so good and I just thank y'all for those who have been tuning in and I want you to have a good rest of your day rest of your night whatever it is but know that I love you okay Peace. Oh. Oh.